0: Blog Talk Radio. Back at it again here on the NFL Draft Bible Player Spotlight Show with your host Rick Saratella. RIC and a place to be. Telling it like it is when it comes to the NFL Draft since 2002. It's what we do over at the NFLDraftBible.com. Make sure you check us out there. We have a lot of player interviews, like the one here today. We've got mock drafts, scouting reports each and every day up there on the website. So go check us out, nfldraftbible.com. Of course, the Coggeron Showcase and Symposium just about six weeks away. We'll be down in Addison, Texas, kicking off the NFL Draft season down there. Our roster is shaping up very nice. Uh, go to com for more information on that. And, of course, today we're brought to you by Parabolic Performance and Rehab. Go com backslash nfldraftprep. Of course, I work with those guys as well, so – when you sign up for the NFL Combine training with the Parabolic Performance Squad, you also sign up with me, RIC. And now, today, my next guest is someone we've been working on trying to get on the show now for several weeks. He's been uh, ca- capturing my attention now uh, for quite some time, and he leads the entire world in tackles 152 tackles through 11 games this season. He leads the FBS, he leads college football. He's got 330 career tackles now through his first three seasons as a three-year starter. And he is Frank Ginda from San Jose State. We're going to welcome him right now on the Defiance Fuel Water Hotline. Welcome to the show, Frank. First off, thank you for taking some time out of your busy schedule. I know between football and school, you're a busy man. And I know it's 9 a.m. here in in New Jersey, so it must be 6 a.m. where you are. So thank you for joining us.
1: Uh, Thank you for having me. I appreciate this.
0: Well, you know, I appreciate you coming on because you're a guy playing on the West coast. A lot of uh, guys here on the East coast might not see uh, these West Mm -hmm. coast games, especially from San Jose state. You're not a guy capturing a lot of uh, mainstream media publicity, but that's what we do here on the player spotlight show. We We want to bring our audience the names they need to know. And, and uh you know you're a guy here that's averaging almost 15 tackles a-, a game here frank so nobody's even close to you in the entire nation let's mm-hmm. talk about how you've gotten to this point and you know first off new coach coming into the season new defensive scheme switching up to a 34 uh, talk to us about that
1: transition and what it was like adapting to that um, I was in a uh, previously in a four three defense the last two seasons, and uh, the transition from three uh, four was pretty smooth for me. Um, I had played it my throughout my whole life until I came to San Jose State, so uh, I knew I knew how it was ran, how the blitzes worked, how uh, how you have to play as a linebacker, you have to play patient and let everything work for you. So um, it, it's been a smooth transition with the new coaching staff and the new defense. Um, and it's just been it's just been a great year so far. Uh, our record doesn't show it. I'm I'm trying to do everything I can to help my team win, but um, at the same point, I am uh, uh, proud of how far I've came so far. Well,
0: yeah, let's talk about that because obviously. You, you guys, new head coach Brent Brennan. He's trying to build something new. Obviously, a transition year, mm-hmm. not where you guys want to be one and ten on the season. So, talk to us about just dealing with that kind of adversity. Your are your junior season uh, now coming into it, and really just a lot of JUCO transfers, from what I understand, coming into the mix, and mm-hmm. probably a lot of underclassmen and, and some of these, uh, you know, new guys coming in looking to, you know, leadership. To, to guys like yourself, so what's it like, you know, just transitioning all these JUCO transfers, the uh, the uh, incoming underclassmen switching to a new head coach? Take us through uh, some of your leadership characteristics.
1: Uh, my leadership ca- characteristics: number one, I've always followed by example. I always try to outwork everybody. I'm in the weight room twenty four seven. I'm in I'm on the uh, on the field twenty four seven. I try to help influence uh, the younger guys each and every day and uh try try to show them the ropes and try show them what we're about here and um as you can tell if you watch our games we have a lot of freshmen playing on offense a lot of freshmen playing on defense so uh we're we're yet, we're a very young team and uh i've been trying to mentor them and try to guide them and uh and keep them focused on the on the on the future and and how we could do like in years to come because right now we're struggling and we got to start that now
0: Frank Genda here on the NFL Draft Bible Player Spotlight Show, the San Jose State Tackling Machine, three-year starter, All-Mountain West Award winner here joining us now. And, you know, you talk about setting a good example, Frank, and they they need to look no further than your Mm -hmm. work ethic. I know coming into this season, uh, during the offseason, you you had a uh, very, very, busy hectic work schedule in terms of preparing for the season i understand six days a week you were working on getting bigger Mm -hmm. stronger faster uh take us through that off-season workout that regimen you put yourself through what was a typical day like and you know how did you benefit from that
1: uh so throughout the off-season uh i i've always put school and, and football i balanced both so so uh, I would wake up, usually we had practice at 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. So uh, I would I would wake up, I'd uh, hit the field work with our team from 6 a.m. to 7.15. Then from about 7.15 to 8, 8.30, uh, we're in the weight room working out hard. And then right after that, I'll hit a little bit extra. Um, I, I always did some extra work with the defensive bats. Uh, just to always uh, be agile and be able to move on the field. Um and then after that, I'll go to school. And then after school, I'll go back to the weight room and do a little bit more lighter exercises, a little bit lighter training to for maintenance on my body. And I did that throughout the week. And then on Saturdays, I focused on more on uh, heavier weights and uh, speed training uh, more specifically and a little bit of uh, technique work for my position. And then I would have my Sundays off.
0: Uh, So that sounds like a hectic schedule. So let's talk about the uh, (laughs) flexibility and agility, because when you play linebacker, that's what you need to have. And, you know, just watching some of your huddle film and your YouTube highlights out there. Floating around, you know. I think you do a a phenomenal job. Just the amount of ground that you cover. Uh, I see some true instincts out there. I love the way that you take on the blockers. You're able to disengage, shed blocker, make a bunch of tackles. But let's hear from the horse's mouth. If I were to ask you to give your self scouting report, and and maybe somebody here that hasn't watched San Jose State football play, uh, tell us what kind of players should they expect to see when they pop in game film on you.
1: Yeah, so the type of player I am is, number one, I'm very, very instinctive. I know what's going to happen before the play actually happens. I have quick reaction skills. And uh, number two uh, that helps me is my eyes. I have really good eyes. I see pullers. I see blockers climbing up to me, but I also see the vision on the running back where he's tracking. So in case I hit my gap and then I see him rock uh, to uh, another gap, I could uh, change directions. And that's what being agile, I could change directions and make the play still. Um, another player that you could uh you will see in me is that I'm very good in space. Uh I'm I'm very good in open field tackling. Uh I'm really really good player in coverage and like you said, I'm really good at shedding blocks, engaging and, and throwing the blocker off. And uh yeah, would. You, you, you can't mm-hmm. you can always rely on me is I'm always gonna make the tackle. I, I put hundred percent passion into tackling and uh, and, and I I won't I won't miss a tackle because I I call myself uh, a for sure tackler. You know the 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 you know the
0: the, the lunch pail work ethic, the uh, the dedication to the off season. Uh, where where does this passion come from, Frank? And and when did you know that you fell in love with football? How young were you when you knew that you know you were in love with the game of football?
1: Yeah, so I, I fell in love with the game when I was about six years old. Uh, I started off at uh, flag football, and I, I was too aggressive. And uh, my, my mom and dad's friends would always tell uh, my parents, "Look, you got to put this kid, you got to put this kid in tackle football." So uh, by the time I was eight years old, I uh, joined uh, organized sports and tackle football. And uh, there, I fell in love with it. I knew this is what I wanted to do. This is my dream. Um, coming from a small town where, where people didn't really make it out, I really wanted to make it out and impact the community. I wanted to help my family uh, through all the, the hard work that they put uh, throughout uh, throughout my entire life. Uh, I also wanted to try and give back uh, to my grandmother. My grandmother put a lot of, a lot of hard work into uh, helping me. She would always take me to school. She would always buy me food. She, I would sleep at her house sometimes. Uh, she, she really took me in and my, and my father took me in. My father would always train with me. Uh, the, the first, the first moment I knew that I wanted to become an NFL player is when my dad sat down and, and talked to me about it. And then the next, the next hour or two, we're riding, we're riding 15 miles up to the mountain and, uh, and, and doing a bike ride workout. And, uh, and, and we talked all the way up and, and we just talked about it all. So, um, That's really my my background. That's what I live off. And and the reason why I play this game is for my family and to impact the community. Stuff here uh, with Frank Ginda, the
0: San Jose State Tackle Machine. He's got his head on a swivel like Beetlejuice, folks. 152 tackles in 11 games, leads the nation. (laughs) Um, Great background stuff on your family there, Frank. And you mentioned the hometown. I'm assuming that's Los Banos, California. Um, yes. You know what was it like growing up there? You said not too many people make it out. Give us a little perspective on what it was like to grow up in Los Banos. So
1: growing up is kind of uh, there's a little uh, a little bit of gang related stuff there uh, that you have to kind of stay out of. Uh, as in like most small towns, there's a little a little crazy side to it because a lot of people think they're never going to make it out and they feel like this is the ropes and stuff like that. So I stay stayed a, I stay away from that stuff. Uh, my my family did a good job, and the friends I hung out with did a good job of keeping me out of it. Um, also, the the town itself is is very like is very like oh, it's it's by itself. Like there's nothing really around it. There's no malls. There's no there's no uh, water parks. There's no amusement parks. There's nothing. It's just it's just land and and you and and other people. So uh, it's just a place where I believe there's a lot of hard workers that come out of there it's just the place gets overlooked yeah you know when
0: when there's not too much to do it's easy to get into trouble that's for sure um so take us through you know what you do like to do frank when you're not playing football and you seem very family orientated but uh, when you have some free time when you have some downtime, what, what do you like to do any hobbies any activities that you enjoy
1: doing yeah, um, the the first one is I love bowling. Uh, I fell in love with it uh, about a couple of years ago, and uh, it, it's just a it's a great. I, I love doing it because it gets my mind off training, it gets my mind off football, it gets my mind off school and everything, and it allows me to just go out, go out and just and just bowl. It's it's, it's relaxing for me. Uh, another thing I like doing is that me and my friends would always do is uh we go airsoft war and paintballing. So we used to do that all the time. We'd go out in the country, and there's a little spot. We built a fort, and we would just play. So those are, like, two main things that I love doing out there when I have downtime.
0: Well, I know you're always striving for perfection, so have we we balled a perfect 300 game yet?
1: (laughs) You said 300? Yeah. Like 300 tackles?
0: No, for the uh, for the bowling, either for the bowling, have we have we rolled a perfect oh. three hundred score? Oh, no, I saw no, I saw no, the no. Red Sox uh, center fielder Mookie Betts the other day just bowled a three hundred game uh, in the World Series of Bowling. That's <laughs> why I ask.
1: Uh, that's gonna be my goal one day, but right now I think my average is like one seventy five. Uh, my highest is about two hundred. I think I got two hundred five. Okay. That was my highest. There we go.
0: So we got to step our game up there, Frank, in the alleys. <laughs> <laughs> hey, put more I'm just in. messing with you. Yep. Frank, uh, Dindo, no. San Jose State University, a name you need to know here on the NFL Draft Bible Player Spotlight Show, bringing you the names you need to know. It's what we do since 2002. And, uh, you know, I understand, Frank, that, you know, you do a little self-motivational stuff, too. And, you know, when you set up your alarm clock on, uh, on your phone, you have a picture there of, of the NFL shield. And, and I, I know that has provided inspiration to you in the past. Do you still have that wallpaper or that screenshot on your phone as, as a reminder of motivation to, to, you know, your future goals?
1: Yeah. So, um, I'll, I'll explain a little bit on that. Uh, I started in my sophomore year, right before the season, I got pulled up to varsity in high school and, uh, and and I knew football, this is the route, but I always woke up. So I started waking up in high school at 4.30 a.m. and train from 4.30 to 6.30 with my coach one-on-one and do weight training. So I, I was talking to my coach, and I was like, you know what? I want to a goal to wake up to every time I look at my phone. Every time I look at my phone, anytime I, the first thing I wake up, what do I do? I turn on my alarm and see my screensaver. So... So what I did was is I got the NFL shield and I've had the same screensaver throughout every phone I've had in the last about 7 8 years and um and it's just a it's just a great impact. I mean every time I wake up, it it's almost like I drank a cup of coffee like I'm ready to go. I'm ready to grind. <laughs>
0: oh man, you can't make this stuff up. I love this. Uh, he's got the sickness he's Frank Ginda. And i got it too football fever baby it's what we do now um <laughs> we've also got our eyes on uh welcome to the big show frankie hey we also have our eyes on your teammate andre Chicheri. i don't know if i'm saying it right or not but there's a cornerback uh-huh. over there that uh you know we've been keeping tabs on and I have a feeling some NFL scouts might be interested uh, when your pro day rolls around on this cornerback. So there is some talent there on this uh, Spartan squad. What can you tell tell me about this young man?
1: Yeah, uh, his, his last name is Shashray. <laughs> uh, yeah, Andre is a great kid. He's, he's really, really athletic. He's agile. He's really, really fast. He's a great player. Uh, he got that football savvy in him as well. There's a lot of talent on this team in the upcoming years, uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of young guys right now, but there also is a, a few diamonds in the rough on our team.
0: Well, since you threw it out there, anybody? Uh, I mean, I'm sure there's a handful of guys, but one or two guys that you want to highlight for us?
1: Yeah, uh, I got I got my uh, my teammate. He's an outside linebacker, Will Asai. He has great size, tremendous speed. He's about he's about six two, two forty. He's a solid player. Yeah, me and him both have. Uh, like ten and a half TFLs this year. He has a few forced fumbles this year. He's, he's having a great season. Um, he has a lot of upside, uh, in my opinion, and I think he, he can play on Sundays. All right. Well, we're always
0: doing our homework here at the NFL Draft Bible, and
1: uh, I'll be looking forward to
0: some more uh, parties in the backfield with you. I know you got two more games coming up here. This weekend at Colorado State, 3.30 Eastern Time, CBS Sports Network. Uh, I can just tell, just speaking with you, Frank, I can tell that you're a student of the game, that you break down a lot of film and film studies, a big aspect of your game. But these two uh, upcoming games at Colorado State and then against Wyoming, I know Josh Allen has a shoulder injury, so he may or may not play. But uh, what have you seen? you know, when you study these two quarterbacks on film, how do you prepare against guys uh, such as Nick Stevens at Colorado state, Josh Allen at Wyoming, two of these, uh, both signal callers expected to go on and compete at the next level. Uh, take us through, you know, the game preparation going up against these signal callers and you know, what, what type of preparation you do.
1: Yeah. So, uh, like what, what I see out of Nick Stevens, he's a he's a great player. He's a great pro style quarterback. He has the ability to move with his feet, move around in the pocket. But uh, what, what I what I say, like just wa- watching some on him, is we just have to contain him and uh, force him tight windows. Because if you watch him play, he throws a great ball. Um, Josh Allen, I mean, he's a great quarterback. He's uh he. I actually know him a little bit on the personal level because uh, he he grew up a little bit in Las Vegas. He still comes sometimes. And uh, he he's from a small town, uh, Fireball, where he grew up. And I actually played Pop Warner with him for about a year or two. So I know him a little bit. Um, he, he He's, again, a great player, uh, a projected prospect. Uh, he had a lot of upside, great arm. So I, I think we just have to force him into tight windows and corral him in the backfield.
0: All right, very interesting stuff. Uh, spoken like a coach, he's Frank of San Jose State. University, you can follow him at FrankGinda05 on Twitter. Uh, Frank, we've covered a lot of ground here. This has been awesome stuff. It's been phenomenal to just get so much great background information and hear more about your story. We've been uh, captivated by your on-field play, and uh, it's been uh, very entertaining just listening to everything you've had to say here today. So before we wrap it up, I'll I'll let you uh, take the platform you know, before we do end the episode and anything that you want to let our listening audience know, uh, anything that we might not know about you, anything you want to say before we say goodbye?
1: Um, I mean, uh, I think people just need to realize that uh, there's a lot of great players out of San Jose State, um, and a lot of us get, like, that overlooked of, uh, thought and It reminds me of Lost Manage, but there's a lot of diamonds in the rough here. So I would say if if I was anybody out there, I'd say watch our games and watch how we play. We're always going to give it our all, and we're always going to play with passion.
0: Well, I can – sense the passion oozing through the phone lines here on the Define Water hotline and Frank it's been a a great time talking football I could I could shoot the breeze with you all day I I, I know that and talk football (laughs) with you but I know you have bigger and better things to do such as uh, getting back to your studies and getting ready for this Colorado State game uh, 3.30 Eastern Time CBS Sports Network you know you'll never be overlooked here at the NFL Draft Bible. We'll always be keeping eyes on you. So please do keep us posted. Uh, You know, anything that we can update our listening audience to with your future endeavors, you just keep us posted here on the NFL Draft Bible player spotlight show. And uh, thank you so much for joining us.
1: Rick, Thanks for having me. Thanks for uh, making the time to fit me in your busy schedule. I appreciate this. All right, my man, you got it
0: anytime. So uh, there you have it. Uh, bringing you the names you need to know first since 2002. Add this one to the list, Frank. If you don't know who he was, you most certainly do now. And this is one to file for the memory bank because you will be hearing a lot of this young man in the future. He'll be playing football on Sunday somewhere. You can guarantee you that. And, uh, I mean, just listen to what he had to say here today. He's going to win over a lot of NFL talent evaluators when he gets – behind closed doors in those one-on-one meetings, Um, you know, whether it's the NFL scouting combine or pro day visits or whatever the case may be, whenever they get a chance to get, sit this young man down and talk to him and and realize how much he oozes the game of football to go on top of his performance. I mean, you, you heard him talk about how much emphasis he put on the technique the agility, the hip flexibility, all the key things uh, that linebackers need to do. So when you combine that with the instincts, the true nose for the football, the film study, the student of the game, the leadership skills, uh, this is a player that really needs to be talked about a lot more. And you know what? I see Frank is still on the line. I forgot to get an official height and weight because we'd like to do that with all of our guests. Frank, you still with us there? Yeah. Hey. Yeah, uh, I saw so, the so, so, tall list six, yet 6 foot 245. What's the real height and weight? Uh I'm
1: about I'm about 6 foot and a half inch, 6 foot 1. Uh somewhere around there. That's what it, that that uh that height's been there since the first time I enrolled here. So I'm about I'm about 6 1 now. The last time I got my height done and uh I weighed in previously at 244. So uh which was 2 days ago, so it's pretty accurate. Okay, it is
0: pretty accurate. All right, thanks again, Frank. I didn't mean to uh Cut you back in and out like that But I saw that you were still there So I wanted to get that uh, For our record keeping So we do appreciate it And uh, that it was Frank And Listen, if you're just tuning in If you just caught half of the interview You need to listen to the entire interview Check us out We're now on iTunes Go there uh, Download us Click us Like us Share us Spread the word If you're listening to Blog Talk Radio uh, We'll be archived there Immediately following the show I'll have it posted up on the NFL Draft bible website if it's not already linked up there already and uh that's what we do here at the nfl draft bible man and it's been uh really really cool to get to know frank a little bit more because like i said he does play on the west coast it's a little bit harder for a guy like myself in new jersey to you know keep uh Uh, a a wide casted net on the San Jose State football program, but we catch as many games as we do. And uh, Colorado State against CBS Sports Network, 3.30 p.m. Eastern. And then the following week against Wyoming, we'll be uh, watching Frank Ginda as he uh, just accumulates these tackles. 152 and counting, uh, I would imagine he's going to finish with uh, uh, damn near – Almost 200, maybe 180 tackles this season alone when it's all said and done. Uh, he's also got 10.5 tackles for loss, uh, two sacks, a couple forced fumbles, uh, 330 career tackles. So, you know, there's a lot to like about this young man. Uh, I know that I'll be rooting very hard for him. And, hey, you heard him break down Andre Chachir. I'm probably still butchering the last name, but a cornerback there. We have our ION, of course, at the College Gridiron Showcase, the uh, fourth annual College Gridiron Showcase and Symposium coming up January 6th through the 10th in Addison, Texas. Over 100 NFL scouts last year. All 32 NFL teams will be represented. Check us out, cgsallstar.com for that one. Of course, goparabolic.com, the guys at Parabolic Performance and Rehab, uh, the best combine training performance facility, I believe, and also the largest facility on the East Coast. So we have uh, great positional coaches and uh, world-class trainers. Of course, myself works with the Parabolic Performance Team as well. Uh, so check them out, Parabolic, com backslash NFL Draft Prep. Of course, we were brought to you uh, also by InsideTheLeague.com. If you're not familiar with our friend Neil Stratton at InsideTheLeague.com, we highly recommend his website as well. Of course, nfldraftbible.com, putting out daily scouting reports every single day. Uh, so check us out over there, of course, along with our interviews, analysis, uh, reports filed from uh, current and former NFL scouts can be found there as well. So if you have any inquiries, RIC, at NFL Draft Bible, I was your host for another edition of the NFL Draft Bible Player Spotlight Show, Rick Saratella. Town it like it is. When it comes to the NFL draft since 2002, it's what we do, baby. Check us out. We appreciate you for tuning in. Follow us on Twitter at NFL draft Bible. Everything we do, we definitely put it up there. So that's the best way to keep up to date. Till the next time, everybody.